You're listening to The Building Code. I'm Tom Houghton. I'm Paul Worth. And today we have a special guest joining us all the way from Sydney, Australia, Jason Economos. Are you Greek? Yeah, a uh, half Greek. Half Greek? Probably the Aussiest Greek you'll ever meet. Though. A half Greek Aussie. <laughs> That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> what time is it there? Mate, we're just rolling into 6 a.m., I mean, that's a right real now? fan right there. He's, <laughs> dedication. he's 6 a.m. and he's ready to go. That's he's it. ready to go. Perfect. That's it. So cool. we what did I say? Gets the worm? Early bird gets the worm. That's right. That's it. Early, early Aussie gets the worm. Keep it straight. Keep it straight. We have a, I'm, I'm actually been really impressed with the stats. We have probably about 10% of our listeners from Australia. And uh, so we, of course, love you guys. Um, and we appreciate sure. your support. So tell your friends, uh, all your Australia friends, New Zealand friends, you know, anybody. Yeah. You know, I think we'll do a lot of, a lot of our clients and prospects don't understand that, that Australia, New Zealand is a great market for us. Uh, it has been for probably, I would say we took seriously marketing there and understanding feedback from our clients that it'll work really well there about four or five years ago. Today, we have a full team uh, here in Omaha, Nebraska. We're in central time zone that comes in at 4 PM central and stays till 2 AM and both for onboarding support and selling. Uh, Australia, New Zealand market. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, the the turnaround. We'll inquire about you know we're relatively new with Builder Trend. We've only been using you guys for uh, maybe the start of this year, so three mm-hmm. or four months. And you know, we we ask a lot of questions and we're very new to the program. So our coaches, you know, same day reply. It's it's great feedback. You know, it's great customer service on our end, especially being on the other side of the world. Yeah. Have you ever? Um, have you do you in your business? Do you deal with any other software that is based in US or Canada, or is this the first time you've done something like this? Uh, not as much as interaction as, as Builder Trend is, but yeah, we do we do use Qubit as well, mm-hmm. um, which is a part of a BuildSoft, um, which is integrated with, you know, with the Builder Trend. Um, but in terms of overseas as, as direct and um, speaking, you know, every day with, with a rep, no, this is the first time really. So it was a pleasant surprise the the turnaround time. Yeah, definitely. Great, definitely. Of course, there's you know a few questions with somewhere that's based on the other side of the world, but you know it's it's just as easy. You guys could be 200 meters down the road, or we'd never know. Right, exactly. Except awesome. for the accent, right? Tom, <laughs> Except for the accent. Tom is going to smile at everything like meters over miles. This like, is my favorite podcast. You so lived far. in the UK for a long time, <laughs> but I but Australia like is, is your different first time. than England. Okay, yeah, they're right. part of the Commonwealth. Very different. Yeah, part of the I guess Commonwealth. We started though. from there, but yeah, started, exactly. Started yeah. from UK. Now you're down under. Exactly. That's it. So, Jason, you're from Beyond Build Constructions. Tell us about your role there. Tell us about your team. Give us a rundown of the company. Sure. So uh, my current role is I've taken a step back from the on-site stuff. Um, it's myself and my business partner, Mark. Um, we usually have three projects running. Um, our market is the three to 500 grand renovations or, you know, three to five months sort of projects where we've recently in the last 12 months or so expanded so we can be taking on these three projects at once. Um, Mark, my partner, is full-time on the bigger one, more intricate. And we have two site foremans on the other two running them with a team. Um, we have currently have five apprentices, um, a school base who we have one day a week, um, first year apprentice, second year, third year, fourth year, um, two site foremans and a carpenter. So currently a team of 10. Um, and my role now is, you know, take a step back and trying to manage over the business instead of working in it. Um, 
and make sure everything's running smoothly. Um, Builder Trends sort of helping us systemize processes in place. Um, we've recently put on uh, one of the girls in the office who takes care of majority of our marketing and a fair bit of admin stuff for us, taking the, another load off my shoulders and trying to you know stop wearing so many hats in the business and focus on the things that we need to. That's great. Yeah. Um, one of the things we, we talk about a lot in our marketing team and in our sales division is this concept of the customer journey. So what was your journey as a business to know you were ready for that step of software? Like what, what issues were you having or what pain points are coming up where you and your business partner, partner said, this is a good time for us to look at this? Well, as being mainly office uh, orientated these days, it's, it's very hard for me to keep an eye on, you know, the three jobs going, um, the scheduling as well as we're growing. Um, it's harder and harder to keep track. You know, we've, we've tried our Gantt charts on Excel. Um, we've tried the boys just sending us daily emails, but, you know, we've sort of incorporated all this into the one-stop shop builder trend software, you know, using the daily logs, using the scheduling, um, we've systemized our sales process from an external um, software that I was using and incorporated that into Builder Trends. So that were the issues that we sort of had. You know, things were happening on site, deliveries were turning up, potentially could be wrong. And a lot of my time was spent spending most of the time on site, whereas now I can sort of keep an overview of everything from behind the desk. So was it when you, when you made that decision to go more in the office that you realized all these different gaps? in your processes? Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You, um, you're a little bit naive to what's going on, but having a lot more time, um, to sort of sit behind a desk in a controlled environment like the office. Um, I mean, my normal day would be, um, leave home around five thirty, do three site visits, get into the office by around 10 or 11, and then, um, sort of trying to set my week for, you know, Thursdays will be estimating and um, solely phone off, no emails, and just trying to get consistent processes in place. You see how he slipped in the 5.30 a.m. thing there? He did. Bit of a humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, though. No, honestly, I'm, I'm, usually, I'm usually at the gym by 5, yeah. church by 7. Mate, a lot of, you know? a lot of Australians are up at, at that time. <laughs> the dogs are getting walked. Everyone's in their active wear, running along the beach. So it's... um. It's a bit odd if you're not up that early to be out this way. What what is happening in Australia? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I told much you the normal. We the, got, the early Aussie no gets the worm. Here, we got to get there. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We do need to go down there. Put it in the podcast. Budget. Paul yeah. and Tom on the live road. from Australia. Can you see us like in a convertible, driving <laughs> with the wind in my hair? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't affect That's my hair. No, though. it would it's not. Too tight. It would not. Yeah. Well, that's great. That, I mean, I think that is relatable to a lot of our clients, right? When you finally take some time to exactly what you said, to work on your business rather than in your business, or even better, you know, just take that 30,000 foot view of like, where can we get better? Everybody can get better. Sure. We can get better. Yeah. So that, that's, that's great it. to hear. Let's talk a little bit. You yeah. mentioned you have a person that does marketing in the office. Uh, we're going to put a link to your website and then also to your Instagram, uh, because I loved your website. When you go there, this sure. contact us form pops up with a video and yeah. Yeah. it's just so dynamic. I'm I absolutely right love now. the use of video in it. Sure. You want to talk about like, you know, you've got your video there. You've also got a great testimonial on there. What was uh, yeah. the, the background on that and how has that benefited you guys? 
Well, as we sort of expanding um, and more and more guys are coming onto the team and my role's, you know, not directly hammering in nails, you know, standing frames and hanging doors anymore, um, we realise that we're trying to become more of a volume builder. So we've got to sort of invest in our marketing and, and build the brand as well. Um, we find videos very engaging. Um, they're quite popular over, especially in Sydney. So we're investing, we've got a great guy that, you know, comes out post job and got the drone going and, and, you know, they're all on our socials and website as, as I'm sure you've seen, but we find the great feedback from the videos and it just sort of that point of difference between, you know, every other building company in Sydney. But yeah, it's, it's, we sort of found the value in, in investing a bit in, you know, get the website up and running to bring in more leads and, and socials are, you know, it's super important in this in this day and age. And we found that sort of niche in the market now that, you know, we feel like if you're not doing it in five or 10 years, you're really going to be left behind. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's a common theme. Yeah. Every time, every time we've interviewed a client on this podcast, the uh, category of, of lead management, getting your leads, how you manage them, and then social is always mm-hmm. just mixed in. Yeah. So you guys are outsourcing sure. video production. And what about the Instagram stuff? Is that, are you guys doing that in-house? Yeah, so we've we've got an in-house um, marketing manager who's she works for us three days a week. Um, she's in here. She does a bit of admin as well, but she organises all the videos. Um, she's got the three guys on site um, these days to ramp up our Instagram stories. So they're sending through short videos every day of you know the main sort of changes or the exciting stuff happening on site. Um, a few photos where she'll then edit them you know, cut them, put a little uh, title page with their face and introduce the job and then just keep the keep the flow going. And we just sort of, you know, want to keep those stories at the top of everyone's list. And, you know, just she analyzes our, our traffic on our website and, and Instagram and Facebook sort of at the end of every week and tracks our leads and says, look, this is, you know, we want to keep this relevant. You know, we need more videos for this work on this content and, and go from there. So we've definitely found, you know, not so much, not solely leads coming through, but, you know, just building that brand and we're becoming more and more, you know, known around the area. We're getting, you know, sort of three or four job applications every fortnight um, from apprentices or carpenters, and which is a huge, a huge thing for us. I mean, 12 months ago, we were paying you know, 500 bucks for an ad to sit on there for two weeks and we we're getting one or two people inquiring and then, you know, no shows and whatnot. So it's funny how finding the value in investing in this sort of stuff now, you know, it's not just that direct lead magnet. It's it's more for recruiting as well. Yeah, I thought that was a great wrinkle. We need to bring to the audience is that it's not just brand awareness. We talk about that, but, and we always talk about that framed inside the lead, but everybody in the United States and Canada, I can speak to you. I don't know your market well enough. There is a labor shortage. There is an employee shortage. They're struggling recruiting people to come work for their business. 100% across the line, sure. every business I've talked to says that in construction. So that's really yeah. Cool. The um, Look, the, the Sydney market in the last 10 years has, has increased by about 110%. I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but there's been a huge increase in the market. Um, you know, the median house price in, in 2012 was around 500, 550,000. Um, at the end of 2017, it was double, you know, you couldn't average house price in Australia, in Sydney, so is, is over a million. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had this wow. great, 
you know, amount of growth over the last 10 years. Um, we we're fortunate enough to begin our business around three years ago, sort of towards the back end, but enough to get some traction. But look, in the last sort of 12 months or so, you know, though we've sort of canned foreign investment. So the market is slowly declining at the moment. And, you know, who knows what we're in for in the next 12 months or so, because we've had such rapid growth. So look, we're, you know, two years ago, we sort of anticipated this time. So that's why we're trying to build our brand at the peak and to try and, you know, keep the foot on the foot on the pedal where um that's that's definitely where we're at so let me get this straight sydney australia beautiful yes. weather everybody wakes up at 5 a.m they all they're all working out and running their dogs so they're all in great shape and yep. they're all super sure. rich because they live in million dollar homes is that does <laughs> that sum it up uh, i don't know about the super rich part but the other is pretty accurate i mean it's i mean the average home you know, price is a million dollars they're doing something that's right. correct look the baby boomers and and the people above our generation you know anyone that's had their house and you know bought a house for five six hundred thousand eight ten years ago yes it's valued at a million now so there's a bunch of equity sitting there but you know for for people that are quite younger and haven't tapped into that market it can be a bit of a hard slog you know over the mm -hmm. next mm -hmm. over the next five years or so but yeah look i wouldn't say super rich i mean you know these a lot of people have sort of bought at their maximum budget mm -hmm. which is sort of reflecting on the building market mm -hmm. um I mean, you know, repayments on a million dollar mortgage, it's its not an easy feat by any means. But yeah, it's um, definitely had some rapid growth here in Sydney. That's sure. great. It's amazing. I want to try to use that as a transition because you're talking about their kind of budgets and their maxes there. You guys sure. offer a guarantee, a couple guarantees on Correct. your websites. Do you, can you, can you yes. uh, inform the listeners on that? We have a communication guarantee, which at the end of usually weekly, maybe a Friday morning, we organize a, a walkthrough with a director, either myself or Mark, my business partner, to walk through the job with the client, which we have now incorporated builder trends uh, to do as much. And look, any variations, I believe you guys call them change orders. Yeah. Yep. But any any variations, we, we keep track of and um, post-meeting, we'll send a send a complete variation form or any changes or an update. Um, we've actually incorporated Builder Trend with this communication guarantee where the online portal for the for our clients and so far great feedback. We're still, you know, in that setup period. So we're no whizzes by any means, but it's definitely a great, you know, part of the sales pitch as well where these guys want to keep an eye on their house without sort of sets the the tone as well for, you know, no random pop ins or rocking up at six o'clock at night and falling down a bunch of stairs that, you know, may be unsafe to, to an owner. Second guarantee is we offer an independent building inspector to come through on completion. Um, this is different to a certifier. It's not compulsory, but we find, you know, he might pick us up on certain little defects that we might have missed, maybe in the plaster, but it sort of draws that line in the sand between our clients and us as the builder, which, you know, it's, it's a fair playing field and it's a bit of peace of mind for them as well. The third one is is a fixed build time guarantee where whatever we negotiate and is on our contract, we will complete within that time. Obviously, you know, unforeseen circumstances such as weather may reflect on this build time, but as an overall, the client is then compensated into external accommodation or whatever it is. But yeah, they're our sort of company guarantees and policies. That's great. I think <clears throat> it's fantastic. It's a great way to make sure that you're keeping those budgets in mind. I think it gives the consumer a sure. lot of peace of mind. And I think, again, it sets you yeah. guys apart as an excellent builder to choose. 
Well, in a previous episode, sure. we were talking about how clients are underwhelmed by the communication during the job in, in this industry as a general rule. And so first I've ever heard of the communication guarantee. That is gold, I think, for, for people to apply here. Mm-hmm. You don't mind if people in the U.S. steal that, right? No, not at all. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, so it, put a little Beyond Build trademark at the bottom of it, and we're laughing. We could do that. <laughs> there you go. So the communication guarantee, uh, in all seriousness, what is behind that? What are the consequences for your business if you don't follow through? Or is that just a, a marketing way to say that we're going to have weekly meetings? Yeah, essentially. I mean, it draws that line in the sand for, hey, Friday mornings or whatever day it may be is this is when we speak about this. It gives us, you know, we found that week is enough time. So if, you know, we might get all the frames up and they might, you know, change the depth of one of their linen cupboards or whatever it sort of is, internal framing. And it sort of gives us enough time to change things without, you know, ripping apart, I don't know, essentially taking a roof off because they want to change it or, or what, whatever it could be. So found that weekly, um, probably the, the sort of perfect time. Obviously, if they do want to meet up and confirm windows or, you know, tile layouts, whenever it is, we organize a meeting with them. But yeah, we found some great feedback because as you said, one of the biggest flaws that a lot of a lot of companies do face, I believe, is is communication between their clients. Um, you know, not all clients have building backgrounds, and there's a lot of jargon and and lingo that gets thrown around that they may not understand. So, you know, we just take a step back, really, you know, give them the time of day to explain every sort of process that's happening and what's going on. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Let's talk about some trends that are happening in Sydney. Um, we, you know, we sure. kind of like to try to keep a pulse on what's happening around the world. We were talking in an earlier episode about what's happening in Arizona. Um, so I'd love to know, you know, what you think in your opinion, sure. are some, some hot trends that you're seeing down there. You mean like design? Design Product. build? Sure. Yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the duplex market, um, you know, semis detached has been a huge, huge, uh, popularity in the last sort of seven or eight years obviously sitting on you know uh, a, anything over 600 square meter block uh, i don't know how to tra- transfer that to square feet but don't worry about it um okay good yeah but um yeah look anyone pretty much with a, a 12 meter frontage or 600 square meter block has the ability to lodge a development application to knock their house down and put two on there which a lot of, of clients were either you know renting one out or selling both. A lot of developers were sort of flipping them as they went. That's sort of slowed down a little bit. It's a bit trickier to do to make money, but that's definitely been a huge trend, especially in our area um, in the last 12 months. Um, look, the Hampton style, you know, timber cladding type look is very, very popular in Sydney. Um, it's a great trend happening. Um, finding a lot of off-form concrete, polished concrete floors, you know, retaining walls, all concrete, um, very, very popular as well. But yeah, that's that's pretty much current trends, I, I'd say, in the Sydney market, but forever adapting, forever new products coming out. Um, you know, we've obviously, durability is pretty big here in Australia. We've got, you know, 40 degree Celsius days and in the sun and, you know, all throughout summer. So it's quite, is that hot the, the weather plays a lot that's part hot. of on durability as well. That's hot. Yeah. It's yeah. Hot. So if you're always yeah. in a warm climate, do you get a lot of indoor outdoor, um, living like open, spaces? Uh, what would you call that? Like, yeah, for sure. Cross ventilation can be quite, quite popular as well. You know, having two windows opposite 
side or, you know, big pitched cathedral ceilings are great these days. People are including, you know, highlight louvers up there to, to let the hot air out. But mm-hmm. look, all our homes are custom designed with a thing called a BASICS, which is basically uh, a schedule which tells you which thermal elements you can and can't use just to beat the heat. Probably something similar to you guys have for the cold, I'd imagine, but there's not too much snow in Sydney. <laughs> um, so it's probably probably sort of the opposite, but yeah, it's definitely you know you wouldn't build a house these days without aircon in there. That's for sure. For sure, yeah. You guys just came off a record summer heat there. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like all over the news people were Tommy research. <laughs> I love yeah. Australia. You're a research wing, I guess. It's a yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's spot on. Look, we're we're all year rounds. You know, we don't. I'm not sure how you guys do it up there, but I'd imagine snow would reflect on, you know, it's going to be pretty hard to be framing outside in the snow, I'd imagine. It so does. It makes I'm assuming you guys probably try and get things locked up through, mm-hmm. through the winter and then internally through the summer. Yep. Um, however, here it's sort of all year round. Um, it doesn't rain too much, but, you know, when it does, we just try and make sure that we've got, you know, another job at a different stage than the other job. So if we have to, we can drag the boys internally or vice versa. But yeah, it's very, can get quite warm, but I mean, we're sort of accustomed to it and used to it. Yeah. So obviously with all the heat, I mean, how much are you guys using alternative energy like solar? Sure. It's um, definitely becoming more and more popular for sure. Um, Solar panels, government rebates are coming out. We've seen a few... um, off-the-grid sort of Tesla batteries being installed, starting to become into the market. You said the, um, you which, said the look, bingo word for Tom. Really? He, he hears Tesla, okay. and it's, he's got an ear-to-ear grin on right now. That's a bingo. Technology. <laughs> uh, that's it. It's exciting exciting times. I mean, if you can get your house off the grid, you know, it's uh, all the better. You know, I'm trying to be environmentally friendly, obviously. But sustainable energy is, is quite big in Australia and, you know, in the next 10 years, exciting to see where it's going to go as well. I like to stay off the grid. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you like to stay off the grid. I don't want the man knowing where I'm at. Yeah, that's a different type of grid. Oh, there. that was you were talking about something else. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. Let me ask you one more question here real quick. Sure. You obviously just started with Build a Trend. You've been doing this a couple months. What's the process been like getting started, but how do you feel like it's impacted your business? Sure. So, look... As with any software, it's it's hard to implement. I in my mind, in our minds, I was like, righto. You know, we heard a bit of feedback from Builder Trends, so I looked into it, um, looked into you know a few video tutorials, and thought we'd give it a crack. I sort of had a few team meetings here in the office, and just showed everyone, and it was just very versatile, very easy to use. Um, the daily logs, the boys are all over it. They've all got iPads on site. Um, it's just, you know, recording everything, our stats, what's working, what's not working. Very, very user-friendly software to use. And as I said, it's integrated with our accounting software being Zero, and our estimation software being Qubit. You know, it's taken off uh, my existing sales process and it's, it's actually relatively easy to introduce, you know, and pretty proud of the boys and everyone, how, how everyone's you know, just adapted to it and it's, you know, couldn't be happier with it, to be honest. And it seems like it's forever being updated. And, you know, Ryan, our coach, I asked him to integrate one of our spreadsheets, which was our daily logs into the program, which he did, you know, six, seven hours later, he had it in there and it was, you know, you can't ask for much better customer service than that, for sure. A lot about our uh, customer service team, Builders and Coaches, 
good on you, boys. That's right, mm. right? Hats off. Did I use that correctly? Good on you? Good on you. Yeah, yeah perfect. Cheers, fellas. That's great. Well, that, that's really a great story. That's an ideal situation, too. You know, if you ever want to accelerate your knowledge of Builder Trend, you could pack the boys up, fly to Omaha, Nebraska for Builder Trend University. We would have lots of beers. Yeah. We'll pick a summer month. I'm but I, our yeah. summer, not your yeah, summer. Our summer not, yeah. Yeah. But come yeah, on, yeah, actually, yeah, sure, sure. We're, we're, we're getting our first Builder Trend University uh, attendee next month is coming from Australia. So wow. there you go. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm uh, jealous. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're really happy to have you on the system. I think this was good. I think most of our clients that we've talked to or interviewed on the podcast have been with us a long time. And so this is great to hear your side of it, not only the Australia angle and how it still works for you and Australian and New Zealand companies, but this onboarding story of like, I think everybody thinks it's going to be a bear to implement. And quite honestly, that's fair because when, when you talk about changing so many parts of your business, you probably naturally think, well, this is going to be a long time. But, but if we do our job, which I think our engineering team does and our product team does both from a product point of view, but also an onboarding support point of view, then hopefully it makes your job of getting implemented in your business a little easier. So it's great to see that. Sure. We, we figured that, you know, it's easy to introduce these systems in place now while we're relatively small and intimate and now have the capacity to grow. And instead of me teaching the guys how to do it, you know, the formers are then teaching the carpenters, we're then teaching the apprentices. And, you know, it's just that sort of on-flow support. And, you know, it's it's a lot easier to, to grow and, and everyone just knows the procedures and knows how to use the program. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't be happier. And you only signed up a fortnight ago. No, that's not. That's not correct. <laughs> I just want to call back to that because he, he is just giggling every time you say something like that. So what is a fortnight? It's fourteen days. That's it. Like fourteen weeks. days. Yeah. Yeah. Two I thought weeks. it was like a quarter. I thought it was three months. Is that a different thing? That's a quarter. That's quarter. It's three months. Yeah. Okay. Why well, a, a quarter here is the same thing as quarter there? Not yeah. actually. Yeah. Not actually with with the uh, monetary though. Well, sure. Not. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were talking about Australian I dollars earlier. You, I we just spun talking. you in a pretzel there. <laughs> I think you guys have us on the dollar front. I was curious on the on the whole marketing thing, on the whole video side of things. Are you aware of sure. Aussie Man reviews? I sure am. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, Do you want to he's feel hilarious, eh? <laughs> he is great. If you ever, I, yeah. if you guys ever want to do a video, we'll do. We could do like a spinoff of that for Builder Trend. I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. Do you want to fill um, anybody yeah. else in besides you and Jason here? <laughs> we can organize a few kangaroos. Healthy. You know, we're forever shooing them off site, so <laughs> we can incorporate them in the video. No problem. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> what is Aussie Man Review? We'll put it in the show notes. Okay. A link. To just a little teaser then. It's just a little put teaser. Put it in the show notes. Yeah. I love it. Put it in the show notes. I also, want, I would yeah. love to see, like, this is also a new problem that you guys have. Put, uh, shooing kangaroos off the job site. That's a great blog title, you know. That is. <laughs> that's, so that's like an onion story. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> I think we've I've exhausted all my questions. And your knowledge of Australia it seems like it's <laughs> endless. So it's unbelievable. Well, I try. It's impressive. It's impressive. Yeah. It just shows you how much I love Australia. It, well, I guess we're hey, going. you're more than welcome. We're coming. Mate, we've got a spare spare room here in the office. Come over. We'll go to the university. You guys come here to Sydney and, you know. Love it. We'll do a bit of a, an exchange sort of thing. Sounds perfect. Yep. Done. Cultural learning. It in. Great. Jason, mm-hmm. thanks so so much for being on the podcast. Uh, our first first Aussie 
podcast listener on, but not her last. Jason, thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. We really appreciate your time, sharing your knowledge, and just giving us a glimpse into what's happening down there in Sydney. Um, thanks so much for sure. being here. Don't forget to check out the show notes uh, for more information about everything we've talked about, including Aussie Man Reviews. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Paul can't wait to check that one out. And his website where he does have a cool video. And their Instagram channel will be on there as well. So. Thanks for having us, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Same here on this side of the ocean. Make sure you check out our show notes page. Also, don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.